Hello, hello. This is the Enriched Life Podcast with Lisa Gines. Hello, hello, everyone. It is day 476. I don't know what day it is of quarantine shelter in place here in California and the Bay Area. So I live here in the Bay Area and today is the day they are starting to um, release some restrictions on the shelter in place. So I don't know where you stand with um, feeling like your rights are being infringed by being told to stay home or you are taking this pandemic seriously and staying home and washing your hands and doing your social distancing. but you know what you make whatever decisions that you want and you do you but i am really happy that you know uh, we've been taking kids to the park and stuff and yes we've been those people who you know what my kids are not going to stay away from a swing it's just it's just not going to happen <laughs> um so like you can go to parks but you're not supposed to be using shared equipment you can play games like catch and stuff but only with your immediate household family so basically anything that has close contact you cannot do with people that are friends or strangers just people that are in your immediate household but you know what at least you can go to the parks um a couple of weeks ago we went on a little hike And I honestly, we have learned so much about our kids over the past few weeks that they love adventure, which is not surprising, but they have been really, really great. Like wanting to explore different things. We saw a tide pool. Um, Isaac really got into it. Luke fell on the coral. It was a good day. Um, But seeing them see an experienced life outside of ABA or outside of a classroom setting is so cool. Now, it's not like we couldn't do these things before, but obviously with all this time, you really evaluate, you know, what's really important. And I know a lot of people want their life to go back to normal and back to the way things used to be, but I really can't say that that's something that I'd want. Do I want things to go back to normal? Do I want things to be in this insane busyness and rushing in that whole, you know, you know what you haven't heard in like two months? Living for the weekend. Happy Friday. You ain't heard none of it because <laughs> for the half the time, we don't know what day it is. But not every we're not in this rush and hustle and go and drive and whatever dumb words you want to use to say prove that you're actually working. Um, I said it, to live for that one piece of weekend, that one piece of silence or peace or slowing down because everything has been slowed down, whether we like it or not. So what are we going to do when these restrictions lift? More than that, what are we going to, how are we going to live our lives once this pandemic is over? Now, this is not the end of a, you know, TV series. We're not going to come back for the next season. It's magically going to be done. We don't know how long this is going to take and how long there's going to be need to have a a vaccine, but we're still here. And I'm just thanking the Lord. Honestly, I'm just thanking God that my family's been safe. Um, that even with my kids, ABA people, they're essential workers and they're just my absolute heroes. And they've been coming to our house five days a week just amazing, amazing young women. I'm so thankful for them.
All right, so our verse for this session is Philippians 4, verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds everything that you can understand. His peace will guide your heart and mind in the will of Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 4, 6 through 7. All right, guys, so I hope that that verse speaks to you during, I'm, I'm going to say it too, these uncertain times, because everyone says it, because we don't know what, the, what, what, what this is. We don't know what's happening. It is completely uncertain, and there's another buzzword, unprecedented. And I'm sure, like, um, I have been getting every single response to COVID-19 from, like, I don't know, Century 21, or, um, not Century 21, Forever 21, <laughs> Forever 21, or, you know, every single email that you forgot that you signed up for, you know, the Food Network's response to the coronavirus, the play gym up the street from your house response to the coronavirus, TJ Maxx response to the coronavirus, everyone's responding to it. And it can be overwhelming with constantly hearing about the news all the time, about death counts, about, um healthcare workers now experiencing PTSD. Like I woke up a few times last night, just literally thinking about this virus. Unfortunately, the last thing I remember before I went to bed was this terribly sad story of a, of a newlywed who lost, who lost her husband to the virus. Um, and, um, apparently she had it as well. And their local system was just not responding to them in the way that they should have which put another light on, you know, socioeconomic disparities and what that looks like and how there have been many people of color who have not been receiving the right treatment that they should be getting or that there is such a huge amount of um, people of color who are who are getting this and dying from coronavirus. So it's it, it it's on my heart in so many different ways, you know, like I'm someone who's immunocompromised. Um, there's other people who, you know, um, have different other struggles and, and it's so hard because you just want to, you know, like, what if you're the only provider for your family and you have to work and you can't work and that stimulus check is gone already. Cause, cause you're, um, you know, light bill folks are not, not getting paid, you know, and that's so hard. It's so hard. And of course there's going to be people that just want to get back to work and have things quote unquote, go back to normal. But we have left normal at the door. And that was about March 11 of 2020. Normal is not, um, a part of 2020 anymore. And the things that I'm pulling from this whole virus you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a stay at home mom. I stay home with my kids anyway. So it's not like, I mean, my life is different because they're home all the time and I'm not just, now I'm their teacher and their speech therapist <laughs> and you know, my kids have special needs and thank the Lord that they are, were able to have their, um, people come back to be, to, you know, to help them. And it's really just been an absolute godsend because it was really rough the first couple of weeks. And I, no, parents can be like, well, I wish I had someone to watch my kid. Well, you know what? I wish my kids can use the bathroom by themselves and speak whole sentences. So there you go. So here we are. But I 
I feel like I've been learning so much and seeing my kids grow together in a way that I really, I think it's really special to experience. I'm seeing my daughter grow and growing. I'm cautiously optimistic saying that she's, she appears to be neurotypical. She um, does everything her brothers are being taught to do and then some. She is just wants to be in your world and demands it. Um, she, I want to be like her when I grow up. She is brave. She is fearless. She knows what she wants. And I somehow get to be her mom. And Luke is this sweet, creative little boy who loves to sing. He loves music. He loves to jump around. He loves being in dirt. He <laughs> likes experiencing the outside world all of the time. Isaac is an absolute sweetheart. He gives hugs and he gives kisses and he may not be able to express himself verbally, but that does not stop him from expressing himself in all the ways that he has learned how to. Um, He loves to read. (laughs) He's like me in that way. He loves books. He's a very analytical thinker. He's a very brilliant little boy. Uh, Very, very brilliant, truly. And I love that I get to see my kids growing every single day over these past few months. And I am thankful for that opportunity. And I'm thankful that my husband's job is still able to pay him. And, you know, um, and and he's in real estate as well. So his work is considered essential. So he's been just trying to work and do what he can. And like... I think when this all started, we sent him out the door with Lysol, hand wipes, baby wipes, um, a big old bottle of hand sanitizer, just all the, he already had some masks, uh, cause from when he did handyman work, um, all of these things. And I'm just thankful that he is who he is. He is such a hard worker. He's tenacious. He tries to see the best in everyone. Why am I telling you all this? Because you're listening. But also because I want to know how you are viewing your family differently. I know it can be overwhelming. I have not, I've been doing other content, which is why I have not been on here. But um, I know that anxiety and depression and all those things due to this virus are real and it's valid and I sincerely pray that you know we don't stay in that place of depression and 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 insecurity and anxiety and that we remember to tell God what we need and then thank him for all he has done so I am thankful for my family I'm thankful for my kids I'm thankful for my husband and I'm continuing to you know get on my knees in front of my bed at night and just pray, pray to the Lord, pray out my anxieties. Cause I still do, you know what I am. They have spent part of my morning, not this morning, just crying and just to the Lord. Like, I don't know how to be more for my children than I'm at right now. And his answer is like, you're just, that's okay. You're not supposed to be more. You're supposed to be you. And I just want to tell you guys that you're not supposed to be more for your kids. You're just supposed to be you. And you're doing your best. You're doing your absolute best that you can. And how to explain this to children who can understand it. I, 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 
You know what? We're, we've been making videos for our kids at church every single week. And uh, we've been focusing on, on fear and what that can do to us and how God helps us through those fears. So if at any point you happen to be on YouTube, you can look up SCC Kids or Sequoia Community Church Kids and you'll see our videos on there um, talking about different Bible stories and fear and how God helped um, those people through, through those experiences. Uh, a little plug there for that. And also, if you, if you, again, if you go to a church, they are probably doing live stream services, right? Um, right now, where we're at here in um, California, we are still in this phase one of reopening <clears throat> the state. And hopefully we'll be entering phase two at some point. But basically opening up churches and schools and larger venues, which would be a higher risk of, of infection. I don't, we don't know when that will be. Um, and that's just real talk. We don't know when that next phase or the phase after that hasn't opened yet will happen. And, you know, I miss church and I miss our kids and I... I honestly, I can't wait to get back to see how big everyone's gotten. And I know I can't even give you guys hugs, but we'll do some kind of something. And I just want to see these kids smile again, even though we've been seeing them through a computer for the past couple of months. And I'm thankful for that too. So I'll ask you, what are you thankful for in this season? Have you thankful that you learned how to make banana bread? Or um, I think everyone's making... Um, sourdough bread right now, which is very interesting. But anyway, um, what are you thankful for in this coronavirus shelter in place quarantine 2020 season? What's up? All right, guys, so this is our last little section here. Um, You know, real talk, it's been really discouraging with the virus. It's been really discouraging. So, like, you know, everything is at such a halt and everything has shifted so radically. It left me in a place of, I don't don't know what to say. I have no idea what (laughs) to say or how to function or how to write blogs because it just felt like everything felt so meaningless like I mean even honestly even now I still get annoyed when I see influencers trying to hawk things online or like like dude I'm not buying skincare products right now or or whatever it is that you know or certain clothes or whatever's coming in for the new season of whatever but you know what? I th- I have to think back on the reality is they got bills to pay too. You know what? They got stuff that still needs to be paid, and they they gotta work to sell some lip gloss or some lotions, or you you do what you need to do. So you know my perspective had to change there. Um, I'm still not buying anything. Let me be clear. But I respect that. You know what? You're just doing whatever you need to do to help you know provide for your families. But it left me in this place of what am I even supposed to talk about or even supposed to write about? And I had to remember why uh, started we started The Enriched Life in the first place. And my husband reminded me of it. He said, you know what? We, one, of your, one of your podcasts came up on my phone yesterday. And I listened to the whole thing. And when I got out of the car, I was really encouraged. And 
I don't want to forget that. I don't want to forget that that's what we're here for. We're here to get encouraged. We're here to show you just one Bible verse to get you through the next day. You know, maybe we'll do another one tomorrow. We'll see. But just to get through the day, holding on to the one who holds you. So that's what I want to leave you with, guys. Be encouraged. You are not alone. That's not just a slogan for a COVID sticker. You are not alone. The Lord sees this. He was not shocked by what was going to be happening this year. Um, This is not the first pandemic in the entire world, just in case you're wondering. Um, It's the first to us in the last 100 years, but it's not a shock to the Lord. And so I have to remind myself, talking to myself, to hold on to the one who holds me. I have to hold on to God and remember that he is in control. I don't have to be in control. I don't have to be in control. Say with me together now. We don't have to be in control. God is the one who is in control. And he is going to get us through this unprecedented, uncertain, unmatched, unknowing, insert alliterative here times. Because he is in control. And we hold on to him. So I just encourage you to hold on to the Lord. And that's all you got, girl. That's all I got you. All right, guys, I will, God willing, see y'all soon. All right, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much for hanging with us here with the Enriched Life podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through whichever um, podcast listening thing you use if it's Spotify or Google or Anchor FM right here or whatever you use so don't forget to do that and please 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 share and tell your friends and I will see you soon <laughs>